Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, folks? It's a cruise control version of Hitting the High Notes Jazz Talk. It is I, I am here, uh, the voice you hear, you know me as uh, at WhoTransfeedMan on the Twitter or at Jazz High Notes number two. That's at Jazz High Notes number two. We brought it back. I'm uh, We'll see if it works or not. Um, uh, and we're here. We're talking jazz, and I got a very special guest. Um, uh, she is a KSL sports anchor. She is an in-arena host for the Utah Jazz, so she knows all the secrets. <laughs> and um, uh, she's going to be a future Miss Utah USA, um, uh, uh, the queen. Um, uh, give her, give her the crown. It is Mary Lou Cook. Thank you so yeah. much for having me, yeah. Who, and my goodness, right. what an introduction. Yeah, not, not even like, uh, uh, you know, I should have said, Mary, Mary Lou's Don't Call Me Cruz. Cook. Don't call me Cruz. Yes. A lot of people think my last name is Cruz. I know it goes. It, Mary Lou's Cruz Mary Lou's rolls Cruz. right off right. the tongue, but my yeah. last name is Cook. So like, like when you get to like the next, the next step, the next big thing, and you decide you like you want a stage name, Mary Lou's Cruz could be the way to go. That might be yes. the way to go. Uh, Mary Lou's Cruz, ESPN. It so, sounds so good. Yeah, she has an agent and everything, so um, she, she's big time. <laughs> um, uh, so before we get started, let me um, uh, start first. First of all, start. Thank you to uh, the Believe Believe Network um, uh, uh, for sponsoring our show and uh, for the uh, Bet Online AG. Uh, Bet Online is your number one source for all your championship um, uh, finals info, stats, news, and scores, which just got finished the Stanley Cup and NBA finals. Uh, get the latest odds and lines and the latest matchup reports for this year's NBA and Stanley Cup finals. Bet Online is your sports intel headquarters this season. We have you covered for all your inside sports wagering needs, not just from basketball and hockey, but to MLB, UFC, and boxing. Uh, the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games, available to play right from your home. Uh, get into the action today. Head to the website, use your mobile device to join, and be sure to use our promo code BLEAV. That's B L E A V. BLEAV to receive fifty percent to receive your fifty percent bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, now we just got paid. We just I love got that. Paid. That's yeah, very right? important. Get that money. Uh, I think I think that's a, a full quarter I made right there. So in your bag. <laughs> uh, so Mary Lou's. I'm uh, so uh, happy one year anniversary um, uh, from us meeting and our friendship starting. Basically, I know. happy anniversary. <laughs> who? Yes, I'm uh, Mary Lou's. I'm uh, started at KSL right about a year and like a week ago. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, at KSL Sports. Uh, so. Take us through your journey first. Like first, like uh, before you got the KSL Sports, you were working for the Big Sky Network. You yep. were you were already living in Utah. You were you're yes. basically headhunted by a few people. Um, <laughs> how did your journey get you to Utah in the first place? Yes, yeah, so I'm originally from West Palm Beach, Florida, and applied for the very first director of broadcast and digital media job for the Big Sky Conference. Saw it posted online. I knew that it was the exact kind of opportunity that I wanted. It was on-air opportunities as well as the opportunity to be the producer uh, digitally for the conference. So it was really cool. First person to get to do the job. So I moved here to Salt Lake City January of 2020. Great time to move (laughs) across the country. Not knowing anybody. (laughs) Not knowing anybody. To a brand new, to a whole almost new coast. Oh, 100%. (laughs) You know, two time zones over, the whole shebang. So 
definitely uh, was an interesting time to move. But yeah, good time to meet people, right? In January it, of twenty twenty. It took me a hot minute to meet people, but yeah, right before right before the pandemic happened, even that's crazy. Yeah, um, unideal, unideal. <laughs> but that's that's how I ended up out here, and then uh, just through that role, ended up with the Utah Grizzlies as their in arena host, and then you talk about headhunting. Ended up with the Jazz. Yep. Came on with them towards the end of the twenty twenty two season, right before playoffs. So that was just so much fun. And then KSL came on over and that was also in 2022 and uh, have gotten to be a sports anchor for you guys and then a sideline reporter for Game Night Live in the fall. Uh So it has been so amazing. Such a ride. I love Utah. I'm so thankful. Yeah. um, For those who don't know, I, uh, this, cause this is a non-KSL podcast. Mm -hmm. And so, um, uh, you know, we, we work here and, um, uh, it's it's funny because like I'm a, you know she she was headhunted like she's like a hot free agent. Um, uh, you know, they, they, <laughs> Thank you. Like I'm a long story short like I'm a, they wanted her for sports they wanted her for news they wanted her a lot of places and like and the jazz wanted like just a lot of different people wanted and she she had to make some tough decisions of like where she wanted Did, to go. Yeah. Um, and if I needed one if I needed a criminal defense lawyer I could even call her <laughs> and maybe maybe she can get back into that because like that's what you were originally like you left school. You, to be a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. I I have a dual Bachelor of Arts degree in criminal justice and communication <laughs> studies because I halfway through college, I was like, okay, you know what? The whole criminal justice thing is not going to be for me. I was going to homicide trials every day in my internship, and it was really heavy. I was yeah. like, this is not, this yeah. is not it. And I was like, okay, what else do I like? I was yeah. like, I love sports. I love communication. And when I put together in my mind that I could legitimately become a sports broadcaster, right. It was a no-brainer yeah, for me. Game over. But I had so many credits in criminal justice. I was like, all right, oh, double major it yeah. is. You never know. When the, you double never know major. When, yeah, like, I'm a, they, they, who knows? Maybe the criminal justice lawyers will be like, no, we need to go get her. And I'm going to say no. Reaction. I'm going to say I'm sticking with right. sports. I'm happy. Because like, like that's the, the funny thing about working in sports. And, yeah. And we talk about this with my, you know, like just other anchors all the time. Like, we chose sports because it's not heavy. Exactly. Right. Um, exactly. Uh, we 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 chose that because I mean, if you watch the news every day, it, it, like it, we we live in a twenty four hour twenty four seven news cycle now. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just cable news. Now now it's on our phones. Now it's everywhere. You get it can get really heavy every day, and we try to avoid the stories. And so, but sometimes it is unavoidable. Right. You and I actually had the I don't know the pleasure of, of working a very heavy story one night. Mm-hmm. Um, a very crazy story. Uh, it was January first. Yeah, January first, we we you and I were left from the Rose Bowl. We were not invited to go. to We the were Rose not Bowl. invited. <laughs> um, uh, so we held the fort down here, and it was uh, you know like you know you and I come in, we we, we kind of know what we're gonna do. Like all right, cool. Uh, especially on that day, Rose Bowl. Yeah, we'll do Rose Bowl game. It's, yep. it's Monday night. We'll do a Monday night game. Should be pretty easy. Uh, the Utah Utes end up doing that Rose Bowl, so our coverage shrinks. Like if they win, we go. You almost go wall to wall. You have a lot of coverage. Right. But once they lose, like okay, so we're just gonna do this, and then we'll. But that that was the Monday night, the Darren Hamlin Monday Monday night mm-hmm. game where he collapsed on the field. We're like, we're watching, and you could kind of tell that it was really weird. Yeah, I like this is this is different, and it was one of those times that like you know a, a lot of time like you know we just got done doing a six o'clock newscast, and mm-hmm. all right, it's, it's easy. We you know, do a news story, do a highlight, and then a, another small news story to get in there just in case some um, we need to fill time. Pretty standard day. wasn't very hard. We literally like got it done within like forty five minutes. Don't I hope my boss is not listening, knowing that it only took us forty five minutes to do today's show. But um, that day was like you know like, we have to figure out how to do stuff because you know we're trying not to be heavy, right? Um, but you know, it's definitely something like okay, 
someone it could like if if he got had got carted off the field because like his neck or like he couldn't move his fingers for a minute, probably wouldn't have shown it. The game would have gone on. Right. This one was somebody collapsed on the field. The game got canceled. Yeah. And nobody knew wall to wall what to do. Um, uh, from ESPN to our station, like what are we gonna right. do? You know, so kind of a weird day. Um, uh, and but we try to avoid that. We try to avoid that most times. Totally. Because um, like sports is sort of it's sort of an escape, right? It we're is. Supposed to, we're, we're supposed to kind of do this, um, and and have an escape from the world and. Uh, you get to do that um, uh, by working with the Jazz. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, so you, you said you talked about working with the Grizzlies. Yeah. Uh, you took Grizzlies and then movie because, like, you know, not they're not the same company, but there's a lot of same people who see eyeballs around the same yeah. product, right? Yeah. And um, uh, so you got to go to the Jazz. So you said that in end of 2022, they yep. had you start doing some. But I don't, I, I think the in arena host before was like, I think John Handy, Tom Handy. Some guy before, and like he, they, they, they left. There was some weird stuff that left, and they started like, you know, we're going to start doing this in the NBA. Um, so, what's that journey been like to host uh, games for the for the Jazz? It has been really cool, and like I said last season, getting to come on right before the playoffs mm-hmm. yeah. was unreal. And then when you take into account the fact that we got to host NBA All-Star in February, that was another really special thing. Was so honored to be selected by the NBA to be a host for uh, Friday night at the Rising Stars competition and then All-Star Saturday night. It was so unbelievable. I just feel so, so blessed that I got to do that within, I mean, it was less than a year working for the Jazz that I got to represent them on that huge stage. So that was really cool. And the thing that I love about entering a hosting, especially for the Jazz, like we just have so many great fans. But when I'm here and I'm a sports anchor, I'm talking to a camera. And (laughs) I'm not getting to connect with fans in person. And so I think that's the really, really cool thing about entering a hosting. I never was like, oh, I want to be an entering a host that's mm-hmm. a dream for right. me it wasn't but i i love public speaking i love communication i love connecting with people and it's so cool getting to connect with jazz fans in person and then when they were like oh i saw you on the news the other night and stuff that's just a yeah. cool thing too <laughs> like it just i think it it solidifies the like the impact i guess that you could say that mm-hmm. i get to have on people just getting to not that it's it's Mary the Mary Lou's Cook Show or anything like that, but it's just cool, especially when it's a young girl or something that's right. like, yeah. hey, I saw you on the news, or I, there are these people with the Grizzlies and they're amazing, and they tell me that like they let their kids stay up at night whenever <laughs> I'm on the news, and it's the only time that they let them stay up. So it's it's stuff like that. Like it's just it's it's so special and it's been so rewarding in ways that I love being a sports broadcaster. I love talking to a camera, but there is something about being in a packed arena of 20,000 fans. I mean, you get the energy from the crowd, right? It's special. You know, know, Sports anchoring is fun. Like you, yeah. get, you get to see, you get to see it on TV. Mama, uh, we talk about Mama Cruz, her, her mom, Mama <laughs> Cruz, all the time. Um, uh, you know, when you first started, you were clipping all your shows. Yeah, it to her, she was like, "Oh, it's so great!" And like now, now you've been doing it for years. She's like, "Oh, that's nice." That's yeah, nice. yeah, that's I, know. Nice, I don't know that she's tuning in as much as she used to. <laughs> yeah. She's a big fan, but she but, is on the East Coast. Yeah, you know, I, I do hope that Mama Cruz, like, I mean, like, I, I don't, I don't know what her like commute schedule is like. Like, hey, just turn on the podcast. Yes, listen, listen to your daughter, and, mom. Uh, <laughs> hello. <laughs> Uh, and I, I hope she doesn't get offended that I call her Mama Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mama Cruz. She Cook. gets it. She gets, yeah, it. she gets it. She knows. Okay. She knows. She knows the inside joke. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, so you got you got to uh, – and you, we, we talked about All-Star. Like, um, uh, yeah. that was something that was 
there was a bunch of in arena hosts that got that had to come not not but not everybody got to be be there. So no, like that yeah. was that was a you know again headhunted. You were afraid you got picked up to be for that, and and you got to meet a lot of other people and see how they do it. Yeah, and make these connections, which, which I mean that's great. You want to make connections totally uh, and see how other people do it. Um, what has like changed this year from like so you, you, again you didn't do it the whole twenty two twenty two season right but like you guys are doing pregame stuff now yeah you guys are trying to do more stuff to be out there with everybody um uh, now there's you know there's usually you and Mike mm-hmm. or uh, it's Andrea and Mike yeah which is Andrea's funny because like she was a reporter for Fox thirteen yeah and they asked her to come so like to kind of fill days and so um there's a couple other people that are, that do it but um uh, yeah I think I think a lot of people recognize that um uh, you're probably you probably have more games more than the the other hosts so. Yeah, um, it's been it's so I guess you're asking what's different from last season to this. Yeah, season. Like, like you guys I know you yeah. guys have put more work into like you guys yes. want to like put more production into it. Yes. Have more of a say what to do. Um yes. Uh, yes, so. yeah, the pregame show is definitely something that is different. Mm-hmm. And my good kind came on as well this season. So it's been really fun getting to co host with him and getting to share mm-hmm. the the pregame show stage with him. <laughs> also the partnership with Crumble has been really fun. Oh, yeah. Just be, I mean, you know, I guess they're getting some free advertisement right here. Yeah, Crumble, but... Crumble, give us some money. Uh-huh. Yeah, I do get free cookies every single game, so that's oh, new. That's go. new. And doing that hit every single game, the let's get ready to crumble, <laughs> it is the most fun thing ever. I have never seen jazz fans get so crazy we, for we, anything. We, I mean, I like. I can speak for myself. I love cookies. Me too. <laughs> oh, yes. Give me them cookies. Um, 100%. Uh, and, but I'm media, so I can't get cookies. Like, oh, sometimes man. they offer they have offered me once. I'm like, oh, should I get nice. that? But it's, you know, when you work in media, it's like, oh boy. But there's a, there was also a media member here who got an autograph from Chris Bryant. So I don't know okay. what the rules are anymore. You okay. Know? The yeah. lines are blurred. Right. And speaking of which, like speaking of opportunities, so you're yeah. from Grizzlies. You've done the jazz, obviously. And they've yep. also invited you to do some beasts. Uh, stuff oh, my like goodness. Beast. Yes. So you're hitting all the sports here in Utah. I know. I have like two. Well, I shouldn't. There, there are a few more than two, but right. the, I know there are a few more that I'm like, my goodness, we just got to check them off. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Utah Warriors, yes, Real Salt Lake. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, whoever's listening, uh, Annie Munoz, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, if you're listening, oh, I'm, uh, get, let's get into Mary Lou's I'm, uh, into Real Salt Lake somewhere. I'm sure we could actually. That's, that's actually That would be very so doable. fun. Right, that so. would be so fun. Um, but uh, the, bees. the bees. Oh, yes. my goodness. <laughs> Abejas. So they are doing something really cool. They're recognizing Hispanic culture. And I'm Cuban-American. My mom immigrated from Cuba in 1970 with her mom, dad, and sister. And so uh, you talk about the jazz and the bees, a lot of the people, you know, working in the same environment, right? Like I'm running into all these people that I know (laughs) when I was at the bees, but they asked me to come on and be their PA announcer in Spanish. Mm -hmm. So it was really cool. They still had their normal English PA announcer. But I got to do it in Spanish and I got to be the first woman to ever get to do that, which was really cool. I just I think about my family that came to this country, my grandparents and what they would want for me. And unfortunately, they're no longer living. But my you know, my mom and my aunt who came from Cuba, these are the kinds of things that I just know light them up and make them so proud. So to be asked was such an honor. Uh, And it's just something so cool that they're doing throughout the season. They have three other nights that I've been invited to come back and get 
to do it again. But Salt Lake Abejas. Abejas. <laughs> the Abejas de Salt yeah, Lake. That's, that's cool. So I, um, fun. And you're learning a lot. For, like we, you know, we were, you know, we won't tell the story on air, but like we were talking about your first experience with the bees. Yeah. And like what you expected and what didn't happen, what, what will happen. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's a growing process. Like you, you said yourself, like it was, I wasn't bad, yeah. but I, I, I know I can do better. And that's great. Correct. Like, that's the, and that's why you're, you know, I, I if you seen Mary Lou's on TV, if you follow her on, on uh, Instagram or uh, or Twitter or whatever, you know that, you know, to get to the point that she has, she's obviously a very driven person. And so um, uh, you got you to put the work in to get there. Right. Um, and so that's that's really cool. And so yeah, we're we're gonna get you set up with RSL now. So okay, <laughs> so we're manifesting. Yeah. It so um, uh, the the reason people are listening because like um, I told them that um, uh, you know all the secrets of the jazz. So right. who are the jazz duffy? <laughs> Tell us right now. <laughs> um, maybe me. You yeah, know, yeah, free you agent, right, free agent. Go. Like uh, Make the jazz. Some history the jazz here. have been weird this year. The jazz have not. Um, really put out a lot of, and there's a lot of teams doing this too, not just the jazz, but are have kind of been tight lipped about. Who the ring of the jazz are in a weird spot because they have a nine, a sixteen, and a twenty-eight. So yeah, they're basically bringing everybody they can, and except that, except for Victor. You know, Victor Wembanyama is not coming in, but um, uh, we can maybe, guarantee that. Probably, maybe, maybe yeah. he is. I don't know. Like we, we, we have no idea. We don't know. That <laughs> don't is true. Know. We don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I'm sure, I'm sure the Jazz have had a lot of good workouts, in, and we're waiting for uh, the draft is just a week away. So, um, I, I know the Jazz aren't doing anything. Uh, this year they're not they're not doing a draft party this year, which is a little odd. Mm. Um, I know, I, but if jazz fans, if, you, if you're looking for something, um, uh, Marilou's favorite favorite um, uh, place to get a drink, uh, the break. I don't know if it's your favorite. Place. <laughs> <laughs> it is not, but um, uh, we do go there a lot yeah, after games. I will say that. Yeah, uh, the break um, uh, is hosting a KSL party uh, on draft night. So, oh, um, oh, well, uh, thanks for the invite. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah, know there, that. There you go. <laughs> well, I think I think Sam's going to come back in town, so you don't get Marilou. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe I just, mean, I can make an appearance. We can do and, Sam and Marilou's cook on on Instagram Live there. <laughs> <laughs> I I just may come to watch the Sam show. Yeah, 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 he's, he's I don't pre- need I don't need to be involved. I yeah, can just be a fly on the wall. Yeah, he's pretty good, but uh, yeah, he's pretty decent. Um, I would say. So as a case of sports anchor, um, uh, yes. do you have a like favorite day that you have or like memories so far? Like, like oh wait, I'm really glad I got to work that day to do. Um, uh, you know, just like it was a really good day, like that you felt growth, or like you just mm. were like really happy with it. Yeah, yeah. that's a great question. Uh, right, you that's know, why I host a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it wasn't long ago, actually. Uh, I mean, you know that I'm from South Florida, so yep. I grew up watching the Miami Heat, uh-huh. and so recently there was a game that I got to do, and I was going through the highlights of this this game. Trying to remember when it was. It was, it was uh, probably Eastern Conference Finals. Eastern I, Conference I, I Finals. So, yeah. Yes, and so, yeah, it was one of those games. And uh, so it was. It may have been. Was it Game Seven? It may have been. Could have been. No, I'm I don't like know. all yeah. the days blur they, together. They I don't know. I've been folks, watching a lot of they, basketball, yes. <laughs> but I just remember, especially when I got here, breaking down highlights was something that was new for me. Mm-hmm. Obviously, have a great knowledge of the game of basketball. Certainly not to the level of someone who has played in the NBA <laughs> or anything like that, but watch a lot of basketball, right? Really into it. And so I remember walking away after 10 p.m. and just feeling so proud of myself because I was like, oh my goodness, that was it was really effortless. I want to say, yeah. um, and it was the first time that I'd really felt like. That. And I want to give credit to you, of course, because I feel like you cut videos and highlights so well <laughs> to my voice. You know my cadence so well, yeah. and you do such a great job. So I'm thankful yeah. to you and credit to you. And but that was, uh, you know, it's always nice to see you know because like some like being a woman in the sports mm-hmm. world, it's gotta be hard because I want to say men, men like to challenge you a lot. 
Yeah, um, even women too. Yeah, unfortunately, so, yeah. yeah so, but like, um, you say you say you're a woman that likes sports and you get challenged. Yeah, and um, it's not always fair. Yeah, you know, right? Like, 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 why can't I just like like sports? Like, why do I have to go through a, a pop know. quiz? Every yeah, time? I know. Why do I have to prove right. myself? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, but the Heat are your team. Uh, again, condolences to your Heat, <laughs> a Heat fan and a Panther and a Florida Panthers fan. I know we've yeah, been beat yeah. up, and I went to FAU. So just oh, imagine it's go. been you, a, you, it's you, been a year. <laughs> It's been a year for me. But yeah, no, you're totally right. And and you do make a good point. And, you know, that was something that I struggled with, especially when I first started sports broadcasting, when I figured out like halfway through college, that I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. I remember there were so many moments when I was covering a, a team. I won't say which one. And the coach, whenever I would ask him questions, I, I was at every single game. I was the only reporter that was at every single game. Okay. And a guy could come in like once in a blue moon and ask the same question that I asked. And he would give him the time of day. And with me, literally, there were times where he would say, oh, it's a dumb question. Or, oh, no, that's not what happened. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. I have it right here. Indeed, this is what happened. And it happened multiple times throughout the season and just I, I remember just random people coming up to me asking like oh how much do you know about baseball and I'm like oh well first of all I'm Cuban so I mean a love for the sport <laughs> is kind of in my blood but I mean you can't even imagine how many games right. I've attended my brother plays baseball and I mean when I was in high school I did the math and it was over 500 games okay. like at that point Whoa. so I, I've seen a in, lot of baseball I like, I like the in high school in I high did school the math. in high school I did the math because I was so sick of people saying stuff like that but anyway I think and, and this is the advice that I give to young women, young girls who like sports or want to get into a career in sports okay. is stop trying to prove yourself. Because I, I would ask these long-winded questions sometimes because I wanted to prove okay. what I knew on the front end. And now I'm like, no, I'm here because I know what I'm talking about. I deserve to be here. And I've just I've stopped that. And I feel like as a result, I get challenged a lot less because I'm not trying okay. to prove anything. I'm like, no, I deserve to be here and that's it. That's good. Well, that's I, it. And I'm glad. See, that's, that's great advice. So that's, you know, if you have a young daughter or um, you just know a, a young girl that wants to um, pursue something like this, that's, mm -hmm. that's great advice right there. Let them listen to this clip. That's awesome. So Thank you. Wasn't even, wasn't even expecting that. That's awesome. So, <laughs> um, uh, we'll take a break right here. We're going to come back because I'm uh, Mary Lou's. Uh, I have some beauty pageant questions and oh. um uh, yeah we're, we're gonna go deep into this guy so we're back hopefully hopefully we're back i i, I don't know like i'm um, uh, so a little inside baseball uh, i don't like put a commercial on right now like that happens post-production it just hasn't happened the last couple episodes oh so this is the first time i've actually like said all right we're back and like people are gonna like are gonna expect a break before, well before i used to do like a little what we call like a little soft break okay what i call soft break like I could break right here because I'm changing subjects. Yeah. And if there's a break, cool. You you won't notice it. But that was the first time I ever did like, a, hey, we'll be right back because uh, you know that's and that's something that you learned um, uh, when you were uh, first starting out and like like okay when we make teases like yes. uh, what do we tease what do we keep people to to keep coming back after like their two minute commercial break yep. so yeah um it's a, it's a learning process we're all we're all still learning mm -hmm. you know like I keep saying I've been doing this for. I've been full time producing for three years, mm -hmm. and you know, but our, you know, my friend, uh, our friend Matthew Glade's been doing it for God, fifteen years. He's been doing it since we left college, and that was a long time ago. And so he's been. So I'm still. Like, there's a lot I have to learn to get to his level. So, um, well, you're fantastic, and I've you. learned oh, so much from you. you. So thank you, thank you, Miss Cruz. Lose, <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's always fun to have you here. Always, always good. Um, uh, like we were, we were just downstairs and. Uh, we went to the producer and she was like, "Are you are you two in tonight?" And I was joking around I'm like, "Oh, like oh no, like we're, we're going home. Like, uh, <laughs> like is it ten tonight? Um, they they would be fine without us, but um, uh, tonight we just we just got news that Walker Kessler 
Yes. Is going to um, uh, join Team USA for the FIBA World Cup. So that, that's cool. Um, so exciting. It's always nice to like, because you, you want guys who are young, who who can recover faster. Yes. Because, um, uh, like, I mean, basketball, like, they get such little, like, I mean, the Heat and the Nuggets just got done. We're in the first week of June. Yep. Uh, summer league is in July. You know, some guys, you know, some guys going to be drafted, going to be playing in that. Mm-hmm. Then we have about maybe a month and a half, but it feels like, August, the end of August, September, they come right back. Yeah. So, um, uh, if you if you're playing a long playoff series, you may only get one or two months. So it's, it's nice that like someone like Walker Kessler, twenty one years old, I assume. Um, you know, like he, we we've been seeing videos of him doing like junior jazz camps. Yeah. And stuff like that, and now he's gonna go play. But I'm not too worried about his like. But but like when Joe Ingles did it uh, a couple years ago, Rudy Gobert right. was thinking about doing it. Like these guys are in their uh, late twenties. 20s, mm-hmm. uh, like you, you, I mean, I tell you all the time, I'm old. Like, <laughs> once you get to a certain age, man, like it just starts like it's hard to recover. It's hard to go to the gym. Like, yeah, no, I hear uh, you. Right. I'm there. I'm starting <laughs> to get there. Um, uh, but yeah, so um, I'm I'm glad that Walker's going. Get you know, get a little more experience. Yeah. Um, and I um, mean, yeah, I, I don't think I, I'm worried about his long term career being impacted by um playing a, a basketball about a month early so right um but yeah i told i told people we we're going to come back we're going to we're going to talk about beauty pageants because i'm sitting with a former miss miami and, i am a former uh and a soon to be future like i mean when i say this, we're we're less than a month away now we from are. the miss utah usa pageant yes um and so this is funny cuz like i, I I have so many questions because a lot of people's knowledge that comes from mm-hmm. beauty pageants, like we all know about beauty pageants. I mean, if you're my age, you know, Miss America was on, you know, was musty TV on national TV I'm a, uh, when they had it back in the day. Um, but, you know, there's been Miss Congeniality. There's mm-hmm. Drop, Dead, uh, Drop Dead Gorgeous. I Drop still Dead haven't Beauty. seen that one. But, yeah, yes, Drop, Drop Dead, yeah, Dead Gorgeous. Gorgeous. I've been told uh, by multiple people that I need to watch it, and it, I haven't It's yet. a very interesting movie. but um, uh, I've heard it's yeah. funny. It, yeah, it's, it's it's well, it's supposed to be comedy. Okay. Um, uh, so I mean, it is funny-ish. Um, uh, and they, they have the that Minnesota Minnesotan accents, and so um, uh, don't Love you know? That. Um, uh, but uh, I haven't seen Drop Dead Gorgeous in like twenty years, thirty years, or whenever it came okay. out. Okay. Um, but yeah, a lot of people's knowledge of beauty pageants come mm-hmm. from that. So this was yeah. Uh, so again, you, you've you've already competed in something pretty big. Like, the, the, I, I know girls have competed in like Miss Roy, which is like a small city pageant mm-hmm. uh they would do it you know we're in the summer so a lot of these high schools are gonna put put together or not high schools but cities will have miss roy miss ogden miss yeah. whatever and these girls can kind of go up and go through the ranks your mom is actually someone who um is a big beauty pageant person like this yes. is something like that you when did you start your first beauty pageant I was 18 years old, okay. but I grew up around it. So I mentioned my family from Cuba uh-huh. uh, that immigrated here. So they opened up a bridal shop and flower shop when okay. they moved. Okay. And uh, it's really cool. So my family's business actually sponsored a local pageant, uh, the Miss Palm Beach County pageant, which was my first ever pageant <laughs> when I was 18. So I grew up around these women, just looking up to them, attending the pageant and knowing that when I was old enough to compete that I wanted to do that. So okay. my mom, actually, she was Mrs. West Palm. Palm Beach. And it was that weekend that she found out that she was pregnant with me. She was Mrs. Okay. West Palm Beach in 1996. <laughs> so anyway, so my mom, uh, she competed at Miss Palm Beach County. And uh, it, it's just something that we've always bonded over since I was really young. But 18 years old was my first pageant. Okay, so. Did not win. I definitely came in dead last. Oh, okay. And they definitely gave me Miss Congeniality as <laughs> a, uh, what do you call that? Like a participation trophy? Because right. we didn't vote on Miss Congeniality. So 
I think they felt bad for me that I was going to be the only person They're not like, getting um, anything. Uh, your parents sponsored this, so we have to give you something. Yeah. And so, <laughs> uh, so, like, it's funny because, like, I'm, I, I thought, you know, that, that was one way I thought your story was going to go. The other one is, like, you know, you have these girls who grow up. In the, no, in the I was not a toddler's in TR. Okay, I get asked that a lot. That was not my life. Yeah, it was okay. just looking up to them and knowing that I wanted gotcha. to be there. All right. So, and, and you want Miss Miami. That's a, that's like, Miami sounds like a pretty big competition. Thank you. That was a cool one. Yeah. That was a really cool title. I was Miss Miami at a strange time. It was 2020. Okay. So oh, it was pretty go. weird. <laughs> <laughs> I was the longest reigning in history due to COVID. Oh, uh, so yeah, yeah. Fun fact. Oh, uh, but I, see, uh, I never heard that. See, now I'm like, it's funny. Like when, if I'm out with a, a KSL sports anchor, uh-huh. I'm like, I'm like, excuse me. If I, I, I'm with them, um, uh, I'm with KSL TV personality, so-and-so <laughs> here. Please let us in. Now I'd be like, I'm like, uh, folks, uh, this is the longest reigning, uh, Miss Miami in, right. in history. In parentheses please. because of COVID. But, you know, besides the point. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it's like a world chat, like a like a wrestling or boxing world chat. Yeah. The longest reigning. The we need to give you a belt or something. So. Oh, that'd be cool. The sash and the crown are <laughs> yes. not good enough. We need right. a belt. <laughs> All right. So, um, uh, yeah. So, you were the 2020 Miss COVID. and um, <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Miss COVID. <laughs> I thought that was intentional. No. Okay. That was just a slip of the tongue there. All right. So Miss Miami. I was going with it. Um, and so now we're here three years later. And mm-hmm. um, uh, you decided, like, you you told me, like, you're like, I feel like I'm a Utah. You, I you, do. Yeah. I do. And what really solidified it for me, actually, was yeah. All-Star. Okay. Because all of these people were coming from different teams. Mm-hmm. Like, as, I, I'm talking specifically about the host. Right. So when I found out who was coming to host, I was really excited because how many other people do you meet that do the exact same job as you, right? Like, right. there are only so many NBA teams, mm-hmm. meaning there are so many NBA arena hosts. Mm-hmm. So I was really excited, reached out to everyone. I was like, let's do dinner. I will give you a list of things to do. <laughs> do here in Salt Lake and just the excitement that I had for people to come I can't tell you how many people I met during that week because rehearsal started for us that Tuesday of that week and whoever I met whether it was someone who worked for an NBA team or for the league itself or fans that were in the area I was like here I made this list I had a QR code on my business card and I was just giving it out and I was like here look here's a list my favorite restaurants my favorite hikes like all the things that you can do that are walking distance from the arena and it was then that I was like wow like I, I already knew I loved Utah because the first time I came out here and seeing the mountains and I mean, it was a no brainer for me. I was like, OK, yeah, I can't wait to move out here. And uh, but it, it was really that weekend that I was like, wow, this has become my home. <laughs> I have places to recommend right. like coffee, you name it, like restaurants. I've got you. So uh, it was really then that I was like, I feel like a Utah. So and uh, it, it was just it was cool. So let's talk about this list then. Like, you know, what, was yes. the, what, was, what was the what was the number one restaurant recommendation? East Liberty Tap House. Okay, okay, okay. And, and my little asterisk on that list was you. It's driving distance. It's not walking distance okay. from downtown. It's the ninth and ninth area, mm-hmm. but a short drive, okay. five ten minutes. Uh, East Liberty Tap House. Give us money, um, please. Uh, sponsor me. Uh, what, what was your um, prerequisites for best coffee or like what was like the uh, oh like, what, yeah what, I what, gave, did you, what, what had to go into picking best coffee <laughs> well I gave a few different places I 
being Cuban, I've mentioned this like three times now. <laughs> I'm I'm a coffee expert, really a coffee connoisseur. And I really took my time to find the best coffee shops in Salt Lake. Okay. So for me, something that's really important, the baristas, the customer service that okay. you're getting. Okay. So um, I'm just shouting out all these places. <laughs> Roots Coffee was one that I shouted okay. out. They're woman owned. They're owned by two women that I'm assuming oh. are pretty close to my age uh, based off of what I know about them. But the baristas there, remember my order. They put chocolate covered espresso yep. beans on my yep. drink and everybody else's drink but yep. they're just awesome and it's great it's a great place to go work um so that was a little note that i made in there another one that i really like is the people's coffee another great like just, i love small businesses yeah. again being the daughter yeah. of a business a small yeah. business owner it's something that i just yep. appreciate so i'm not gonna i love starbucks but i'm mm-hmm. not gonna be like oh yeah go to starbucks when they're mm-hmm. great local businesses i will here. shop at like random asian stores just because my parents owned yeah. them for a long oh, time right so, i love that yeah um, you get it yeah yeah i do and uh and uh, it's it's funny because like uh, I, I I'm not a coffee drinker myself, but my vice was Jamba Juice. Mm. Uh, in my in my 20s, I stopped by the Riverdale Jamba Juice all the time, and love it. Um, uh, they all like they're like, oh hey, you're back, and I was like, yeah, they, yeah. I was one of the three to four times a week, so I basically knew everybody. <laughs> As you should. Uh, I'm still like Facebook friends with like half of them. That um, is so funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, okay, so I'm uh, and then so did they like the hikes? Did they they did, did a lot of people do the hikes? I don't think so. I think it was a pretty busy week for people, and the priority was not Mm -hmm. hiking. Yeah, I cannot say hiking was my priority that week. So (laughs) to be fair, and it's it's funny because like you mentioned that, and one big thing that happens to tourists or people that uh, come to Utah, athletes, Mm -hmm. uh, basketball players, you know, uh, that week specifically, you know, got a lot lot of Utah's boring. Utah, you Mm -hmm. know, like there's nothing to do here. Uh, I made I made a lot of you know Shaq did not get that QR code apparently because Shaq <laughs> ate so much room service you know Charles Barkley Charles Barkley yes. Charles Barkley ate so much room service well Charles Barkley eats a lot of room service regardless <laughs> but um, <laughs> they, they talk about like not going places and yes um, and this is a big debate online this big, in jazz Twitter like hey like people are like yes it's really like the hiking stuff's really cool all this outdoor stuff's really cool yeah but for a NBA athlete. That's probably not their selling point. It's probably not the stuff they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you're 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 a young um, a person that came. You, I mean, you came here when you were in early twenties. Yeah, I was twenty two. Twenty two, early yeah. early twenties, came here. Yeah. Um, and you found a lot of places that you liked. And, oh, I did. Yeah. And you know, it, it didn't need to be a club. I mean, no, you know, probably not your scene anyway. No. <laughs> so, um, uh, but for some people that is important. But I mean, yeah. you have found a lot, a lot of places to love, so it's not impossible. No, I am so obsessed with Utah. Mm-hmm. I think it's so amazing. And honestly, downtown Salt Lake is fantastic. It's a walkable city. Yeah. It feels really safe. I always said that I wanted to live in a city where I could walk around but also hike. Okay. And I didn't know that it would be Salt Lake, but <laughs> I feel really lucky there to be go. here. It's so, such a great place. And yeah, and so like that's the thing is that people and like Colin Sexton, you know, mm-hmm. our our fought friend and colleague here, Mike. Is putting together a docu series with Colin Sexton. Yeah. And first episode, he's you know the the tagline that this shit is cool as hell or, or this shit is uh, something. They, he liked Utah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And that's something that really endears. And I, sometimes I think it's a little funny that Utah Jazz fans like really need their athletes to get love Utah. Yeah. And I get Who it. Who doesn't you know? love validation? Right there you go. I, I I get it. But um, going back to why you love Utah and like, yeah. that you consider yourself a Utah now instead mm-hmm. of like you know you, you got dual citizenship in Utah and Miami basically. I sure do. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but that, like I love like, how you said Miami like it's a state. Yeah. Well, you know, it, Miami's different. <laughs> Might from, as well be. <laughs> Miami's different from Florida. 
Like uh, that is true. Yeah, that like, is true. Like, like 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 you can like Miami, but you may not love Florida. You may you know. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. But Utah's I think small enough that I think it's all grouped together. It's all people yeah. are like I'm a, there's that meme or joke like oh, where are you from? I'm like oh I'm from Ogden. Oh where's that? Uh, it was you know thirty minutes. So it's like ten minutes from Clearfield, five minutes from Roy, and they're like oh where's that? And like, I Salt Lake. I live in Salt Lake. You just yep. say you just say Salt Lake right? yep. because you know a tourist won't know where where that is. But um. So you were so much that you felt like you're so much to Utah. And you're like, you know what? I'm gonna go back to my pageant roots. Go yeah. back and uh, and and because like you said, like I feel like I'm a Utah. And I feel like I should be able mm-hmm. to compete for this uh, for Miss uh, Utah USA. And this is different from the Miss America pageant, right? This is yes, yes. Yeah, so this is the Miss USA system, mm-hmm. and this will be my first time competing in the Miss USA system. So I'm really looking forward to it. I did the Miss America organization from when I was 18 to 24. So definitely grew a lot through that organization. I'm so thankful for it, but I'm excited to try something new and Mm -hmm. to be competing in a new state to meet new women here. Uh, I, you know, I work around a lot of guys and (laughs) I love that, but I am a girl's girl. So I'm excited to get to know the other women who are competing, but just to have the, the opportunity to, hopefully get to represent my state on the Miss mm-hmm. USA stage is just something that I am really, really looking forward and, to. And this is a competition. This is like a way to, like, we all have, like, things that we, like, you know, when, when you go from a competitive whatever, like, yeah. whether it's high school sports, we all want competition in our lives somehow. Yes. Um, uh, and this is this is a competition. This isn't yes. like, I mean, you go out there and, uh, you know, whatever. You, mm-hmm. you're, you actually have to train. I'm like, training a lot. Right. Yes. yes. I, probably training more for this one than I have any other pageant that I've ever done in my life, just because I'm getting older. And <laughs> especially in the pageant world, my time is very limited. And not that I didn't take it seriously before, but it's just, I know the reputation that I've built up for myself here in this state. And I know that when I'm on that stage, I not only represent myself, but I I feel like I represent KSL sports and I represent the jazz and I represent the Grizzlies. And of course, I want I I want to be a good representative for them, and yep. so I'm just I'm really really excited. Uh, and like you said, the competitive thing. I was never good at sports myself. I really wasn't the hand eye coordination. <laughs> just I think now I could be a good athlete. I'm very I'm very active, like extremely right. active. But I just didn't have that coordination growing up. I think I just grew too yeah. fast for your, my your, body. Your brother, your brother took it all. My brother took it all. He's been a fantastic athlete always, yeah. but always had that love for sports and and just I can appreciate competition. So I always say pageants were kind of my sport. Right. And so so yeah. And and when I look at competition too, it's competition against myself. When I go mm-hmm. back and I compare myself to 18 year old Mary Luce that came in last right. place and Miss Palm Beach County and definitely got uh you know uh, here's a here we feel bad for you That's here's the, something. 18-year-old miscongeniality, Meryl Lou's cooked to you, all right? Yes. Uh-huh. So I, I've grown a lot since then. I've learned a lot about myself since then. I've really leaned into my beliefs. When I'm talking to judges, I'm not trying to tell them something that they want to hear, something that I feel that they want to hear. I'm just so leaned into who I am and what I know about myself and what I believe because I know that that's yeah. the best thing I can present to the judges is myself, and no one can do that better than me. So yeah. really look at it as a, a competition against myself. Okay. And I'm really proud of the growth. <laughs> that I've experienced since I was 18. It's been a, 
a minute since uh, a, I was back there. What but. a good answer! Like she's competing against herself. Like she's not. I am. Like I'm a, she's not going to trash talk the other girls that are in the competition. I would never. <laughs> I would never. Uh, it's, it's a shame that the Miss USA system does not have a talent portion. I know. Um, uh, like I, I think um, uh, you know she won't tell you this, but Mary Lou's. <laughs> Is a fire breather, so she was going to do some fire breathing. On stage. You know, I would love to do that. <sighs> yeah. yeah, actually, um, yeah. Uh, like to, to be real, like um, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, you be real golf? No, okay. Uh, just making sure be real didn't go off. But to be real, um, uh, you, you are actually a, an accomplished piano player too. Thank you. Um, yes. uh, that was I, I assume that was your talent, and your, mm-hmm. uh, that's that's in your header profile. I'm just yes. making a lot of assumptions here. Yes, <laughs> in your yeah. Miss Miami, um, uh, that was um, <laughs> what that was. Yeah. Uh, but you, you know, you're, you're a great piano player. Thank um, you. Is that what you would want to do? Your talent wise, or would you try something else? Uh, so that is what I did for talent in the Miss America organization, yeah. and I loved playing the piano. It's funny, my parents forced me into lessons mm-hmm. as a young kid. Your mom knew. My mom knew hundred <laughs> percent. That is definitely why she bought the piano. So eight to twelve years old took lessons, and then at twelve I was kind of like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. And so then when I got into pageants at eighteen, I was like, oh, okay, all right, those piano lessons there, yeah, okay. let's bring them back. So as a grown woman, I was taking piano lessons, and it was great, you know. And I think it was a really good way for me to, you know, just practice focus yeah. and dedication it's... and just. Funny how these things that we hated as teenagers, because oh, yeah. like we were doing it, and then as you get older, you're like, "Oh, I have the skill now." Right, and that's it's great to have, and I enjoy it now. Like, I was yeah, I was rusty though. Yeah. I'll tell you, when I got back into it, well, I was sure, rusty. Yeah. But again, we talk about that growth. When I was 18, wow. I tried to sing in my first pageant, probably yeah. part of the reason I didn't win. <laughs> and uh, then I was like, okay, no, we're going back to the piano roots, taking piano lessons again, getting back into that. And so my last year when I was Miss Miami and I competed at Miss Florida, yeah. I won top musician. Oh, so something that I took okay. a lot of pride right. in because I was always most nervous about the talent competition. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's hard. It's, it's, yeah. Like, and like, it's like um, you can't, you don't know the piano that you're going to be playing on. It's yeah. so many different factors that you just can't control. And I'm kind of a control freak so I didn't love that but anyway uh, yeah I I would definitely go back to playing piano and I always played Latin classical piano I always played a piece by Ernesto Lacuna who is a Cuban composer so for me it was always a cool tie in yeah yeah back to the Cuban roots it was just that's important yeah it it was special so I definitely will miss that but I guess I won't miss the stress that comes along (laughs) with having to learn a new piece what is what is the coolest talent you ever saw at a, at a pageant oh my goodness uh there was this woman who uh competed in georgia and i don't remember what her title was i want to say she was like miss warner robbins or something a few years ago i don't know what, what a fun city miss warner <laughs> robbins County, whatever it is. i don't know uh but i i was watching online and i'll never forget my mom and i were actually talking about it the last time we saw each other in person and uh she it was a Tina Turner song, uh, Proud Mary, and she danced and she sang, and I felt like I was looking at Tina Turner herself. Mm. She was unbelievable because, again, I can't sing and I also can't dance. So <laughs> to be able to do both so seamlessly, I was so impressed. Yeah, I've was, never been so captivated. Wait, we need to add singing and dancing to your piano playing. Like, that would like, be something. Yeah, like, like like a Top Gun, like you're at the bar, you kick the chair out and you start, you know, you're playing that. That can that you believe be... that I haven't seen Top Gun? <laughs> I'm not very pop culture. No, Who no. knows this? <laughs> <laughs> like you, you said that, and I was like, I was like, what? And then, and then you remembered who you were talking to. Mary Lou's. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yes, I'm not surprised at all. But yeah, uh, well, you know culture. that there's a. There's... I know my sports though. <laughs> you do know your sports. <laughs> like whenever I I do a pop culture reference to uh, Mary Lou's, I I 
say it and they go, well, Top Gun is a movie and yep. uh, they have a scene in the bar where yep. they're playing piano and just singing <laughs> and having a good time as, as a party. So <laughs> to, I have to explain my references to her because that's you all do. I do. Is yeah. pop, that's all I do is pop culture, cultural references. Yeah, um, a lot of things go over my head. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, uh, so um, uh, we are going to leave soon here. We, gotta, we do have to go to work today. We do. Um, uh, but... So you, you, so we got Jazz Summer League coming up. Yes. Uh, sorry, Salt Lake Summer League. I keep calling it the wrong Salt thing. Lake City Salt Summer League. Salt Lake City Summer League. Um, you're going to be there for a day. I will be. Um, uh, if you want to say hi to Mary Louise, I mean, she she welcomes it. You know, as long I as she's not. I love it. As long as she's not on camera. So um, <laughs> just yeah, yeah, maybe that's not the, unless we're on camera together. Then please, right, right, be right, as right, friendly right. as yeah. you please. Um, uh, is there a favorite game you like playing or setting up for the fans? Like, what, what's your favorite Ooh. one to host, to host? There's dropping dimes. There's the, you know, the I'm going to say yep, I'm going to say Coke taste the difference. Coke. So in this one, fans are, uh, they cannot see the drinks that they're mm-hmm. tasting, but the, at least the fan who's participating, but right. the the rest of the fans mm-hmm. in the arena can. And to me, you know, the soda culture is something that I've really gotten <laughs> used to and have fully embraced. I have a Stanley with vanilla Diet Coke uh. sitting right next to me. And uh, anyway, I'm just really impressed by these fans that can figure it out. I mean, it's because they have 60 seconds to match up mm-hmm. the they have like 20 cans and they have to match up the right flavor with the right, right. can. Sometimes I'm just I'm, I'm like, guys, come on. Root beer or Coke takes nothing like what are you doing? But, but under the, pressure, yeah, the nerves, who the nerves knows? Get into, right? I mean, there was yeah. this one little fan. God bless him. He was shaking. He was oh. so nervous. And I was like, oh, I feel for him. <laughs> I don't remember how he did, but he was scared. So we'll, I, can, I mean, we'll I give, can only imagine. We'll give him the prize anyway. <laughs> they were movie tickets. Okay. Eight movie tickets. There you go. So like I'm, I'm sure he he saw Spider Man, a movie that uh, oh, Marilyn yes. will never see. Probably not. <laughs> um, uh, there's also there's pressure luck. Like when you oh, tell people, oh, that's like, so fun, right? Like, like, like so, sometimes they hit somebody like really bad. Like just stop, don't pre- like. I know, just like, take the right money, here. take the like, money. Yeah, and like it's like 250 bucks. And they're like, yeah, we're gonna. I'm like, I'm like, no, stop. This 250 is like the second best thing you can get. Right. Like, don't go anymore. Yeah, that, enough is enough. Let's but, settle down here. Like you and I see like eight forty ish games a year. So, Correct. Like, we know like what the odds are and everything. We do. So, <laughs> we do. Um, uh, dropping knives is fun because, like, a lot of times, like, during timeouts, it's, like, my breaks. So I can kind of, like, check yeah. Twitter or stuff. And I, I can, you know, the first one's pretty easy. You can do the first one really easy. Yeah. Everybody goes to the second one because yep. why not? Uh, but, like, there's always that, like, when the when it starts to speed up really fast, you, the, the whole crowd just goes, ooh. Yeah, nobody knows. <laughs> nobody knows. Do you have a favorite halftime show that you've seen this year? Oh, my goodness. Um there was this man who was older, okay. um, and that was part of his thing. I'm not being <laughs> this older man. He was when I say he, he was, was old, geezer. I was <laughs> pretty much. Uh, he was either 70 or 80 years okay. old, and he's the oldest acrobat. Oh, in, okay. That, that does this type of thing. He stacked up so many chairs and was standing yep, yep. on top of them and you're watching the chairs sway and I was sitting next to Nio Campbell okay. the digital reporter and also the another in arena host for the jazz right. and she was like get down get down <laughs> and I was like no seriously I could not watch I was sick to my the stomach anxiety that, like, oh and, my goodness to be a, like I mean like 80 year old acrobat like good good on him for keeping his body in shape seriously. to do that and, and then fighting the niche to like hey guys 
I got something I want to watch because oh like, like an all star. Like I was feeling like I was feeling guys like he's like, hey, watch this. Like he's like putting a ball on. Uh, yes, on a pole, right? I announced him. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember his name off yeah. the top of my head, but yeah, I announced yeah. and him. Then the guys who like do the ladders on their chins and stuff, right? I'm like, I'm like, it makes me sick. It's like it's like you don't grow up wanting to be an, an arena host. I don't know how you grow up like you know what? I think it would be a halftime. I'm gonna balance a refrigerator <laughs> on my chin. I don't uh, get it, but uh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna lift my brother up today. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so there's that. So that's with the jazz, and yes. again, you know, big sports. But there's now you mentioned there's still some sports that are left for you to do: RSL, Utah Warriors, rugby. So um, yes. uh, um you also did an interview with the UFC fighter. Uh, I, not did. Too long ago. I did, I did. So, Justin Gaethje. Yeah, yep, and that's coming up in uh, the end of July. Yep. So, uh another big thing there. Um, so your 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 favorite sport, your favorite passion, basketball. I love basketball. Um, you also love hockey and baseball. I do. I, um, I love a lot of things. You, you do. Um, uh, uh, I don't think I have a question here, but let's uh, as as we end here. Is there anything else? Um, uh, you know, that you think fans should know about you that um uh, would be interesting to to the audience here that listens? Yeah. Uh, you know, I think you bring up the whole pageant thing, mm-hmm. and again, I guess I I really care about mentorship a lot, and okay. I care a go. lot about young girls that want to be in sports, that want to do what I do. I think again going back to being an in arena host and what's unique about it is I've had girls tell me that for career day they were an in arena host or a sports broadcaster because of me and okay. that's not something I take lightly that's oh. something that's really it's really special I'm tearing up right now thinking about it but <laughs> it's just it's special and I think the impact that I get to have just being a woman in this industry can be really, really significant. And it's not something that I take lightly, but something else is that, you know, when I first moved to Utah, people would bring up pageants all the time and the Miss Miami thing. And I would be embarrassed by the fact that I did pageants because I wanted to be taken seriously. And I was so afraid that I was like, oh my goodness, like people can't know that I did pageants. And then when you You Google me, pageant pictures come up and like, God forbid. Right, exactly. And there, there is this stereotype that I think surrounds pageantry. Right. And so, right, exactly. And that's, that has been so far from my experience. And I think part of the reason that I love being in sports and part of the reason I love pageants (laughs) is because I love proving people wrong I I love that so I you know I my advice to people you know whether you are a very feminine person or and you do pageants and you want to be in sports like beauty and intelligence and being knowledgeable about sports those things are not mutually exclusive Uh and that is something that I preach to women all the time like I remember when I came to the big sky and I I almost I was I was never manly I I mean I don't have a manly bone in my body but (laughs) I I was just I I I just acted I acted differently I tried to be you know one of the guys Uh and stuff and that's not who I am and I really have just leaned in to to who I am like cool I talk about sports and a dress on the news and I'll wear pink and I love wearing heels and I do pageants and I'm totally leaned into that now and I'm really proud of that because I you know it's a part of me that I kind of I was like oh people I don't want people to know this because I want them to respect me but it comes back to I think just growing maturing and knowing that I don't I don't have to prove anything necessarily, uh, right? Like, and it's just like I can, can just be both. Be, I can be both. Yes, you, you, I can be both. So that's uh, that's something that I, you know, I want people to know that about me. I also want people to know, just as much as I stand for mentorship, I stand for mental health, mm-hmm. uh, mental health empowerment. We've mm-hmm. talked about it right. before. It's something that's really important to me too. Right. So that's just something when people think take of me, care of yourself, folks. Yes, take care of yourself. Surround yourself with people that you love, mm-hmm. that bring you energy, that bring you love. 
um, and make you feel good about yourself. Yeah, People that yeah. you're, you feel right. energized when yeah. you leave that, you know, Mary, like, Mary Lou does not have a toxic relationship in her, uh, in her life at all. So no, <laughs> no toxicity, no toxicity There's allowed no space for that, which is why she doesn't have Tinder or Bumble. No, um, uh, no. Uh, she, she, she is against that. The league though, <laughs> the league just got off the list, so. Yeah, no, no, don't go there. <laughs> we'll have to save our um, uh, uh, dating app stories for uh, another time here. <laughs> but um, uh, I, I, I'm glad that you're, because, like, yeah, you are, like, there are people here who I, I think are very good teachers, and you're, you're one of them. And now that I know that you want to, like, teach young women and, yeah. and inspire them, I'm like, I can see you doing TED Talks. I can see you, um, uh, yeah, you know, I, yeah. like, have her for a career day, folks. Um, yes, uh, yeah, yeah, I like, love, you know. I love that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah, like yeah. Um, uh, I mean, she, she's. I, I want to say self-made. I want to say you're self-made because, like, you came out here again. You're 22. Yeah. Didn't know anything. You took a job with the Big Sky, like not a yeah. huge conference, but yeah, a Big Sky conference. You moved out to Utah just yep. on a whim, um, and and she also, I mean, like she she made a name for herself. To, she became bigger than the Big Sky Conference uh, in a way, um, uh, and you, you left that you left that conference better than than you when you got there. So that's always great. So, thank you, thank um, you. Uh, that's that awesome. So, much. so and good luck. I mean, again, we're three weeks away. She she has mock yes. interviews coming up. For I do Miss Utah, every single USA. day. Yeah. I'm mock interviewing yeah. daily. You can you can see her July third for Salt Lake City Summer League. Yes. Um, uh, don't go to the other days. There'll be, there'll be other people. They're fine too. But um, uh, she's because <laughs> she's got to prepare for the for for. Uh, I I do um, I do. Like, Each host is taking a day, right. so I was like, please give me that first day so I can just and then I'll be on KSL on the fourth, yes, yeah, and yes. then after that I'm like I'm not working. When you say until you're after. training, what what does that involve? So yes. mock, we talk about mock interviews. What other things do you train? To, yeah, uh, yeah. So I I mean I read a ton. Okay. I read a ton, and I, I probably reread this book already three times during my pageant prep, mm-hmm. but it's called Mind Gym, An Athlete's Inner Guide to Excellence, okay. because in my mind, this is my sport. Yeah. And sports psychology is something that's really fascinating to me. So I read this book. I am training my mind the same way that I'm training my body. Uh, you know, I'm. you will find me boxing at the gym yes. at 6 a.m. every day, <laughs> running to, and that stuff is, again, it's good for my mind. It's good for my body. Like, we'd say beauty pageants but really it's not all about beauty or anything like that like for me like health is just yeah, it is what it is regardless like, of whether or not, not I'm competing not just, for a pageant it's not just quote unquote pretty girls these are strong women right who are smart women yes um, uh, that are out there coming they're asking questions about world, like politics and, yeah and the world and when, once they win the crown like I mean it's, it's out you know trying to make the world a better place right. why you're, why right. you're the longest reigning Miss Miami <laughs> <laughs> and currently Miss Salt Lake USA so another yes. thing um, oh yes so right. I no 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 please my I, goodness I forget. <laughs> I'm so inspired by you because you're just such a great conversationalist <laughs> and such a great host but I have a digital series called Green Couch Chats so I have this green couch and green is the color <laughs> for mental health awareness okay. oh. and so I open up conversations with people utilizing my broadcasting background and just also my editing background and I I talked to all different kinds of people. I talked to a 12-year-old child actress uh, who struggles with some different mental health things and uh, just about her experiences and what her advice is to not only children who are struggling with mental health, but adults as well. I talked to one of my mentees, actually, and we talk about mentorship. And, and she is a cheerleader at the University of Utah, and she's in a sorority, and she's doing like two different internships. And 
a master of networking. And so we talk about how she balances all of those things. I talked to a firefighter and about how mental health also plays a, a role uh, in his position and how he's advocating for mental health in uh, an environment where he's so right. tough, right? So uh, former Miami Heat coach, mm-hmm. like so many different uh, people um, and just talking about mental health, just attacking, not attacking, I guess, because that's kind of a negative word, but just right. providing viewers with resources yes. as well as eliminating the stigma just through conversation. The green green couch, green couch, couch chats because I do okay. have a green couch green that couch I bought chat. for seventy five dollars from OfferUp <laughs> when I first moved, okay, and my mom was like, "Please get this thing cleaned," and I never did because of COVID. Oh, I was gonna say, Mary Lou's uh, uh, Mary yeah. found a four thousand dollar couch on the side of the. I don't know <laughs> that it was four thousand. There's a, there's a but, TikTok or it was a meme going around because somebody said they found it was in New York. Okay. There was this like couch that they're like they were making a TikTok and be like, uh-huh. oh my god, I found this couch on the side of the road. Oh. And so they brought it up. They did all the cleanings or whatever to I it, didn't, right? I didn't clean mine. And um, uh, uh, but people were like, oh my god, you just found like there could be anything on that couch. It's it's New York, so. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm but, gonna say um, the home that I got that couch from was a little interesting oh, interesting well I'm, uh... it, it, it had a stench but i used a lot of febreze <laughs> i probably should get it professionally yeah. clean but anyway. uh, yeah if, if you're a professional couch cleaner um, please uh, yeah. so and be sure to up. catch up because the the green uh green couch uh, chat mm-hmm. um we're actually very you know we talk about mental health here a lot yeah. everybody who is a long-time listener knows that i've had my uh struggles with, with depression mm-hmm. like, like anybody else um yeah we we talk about it openly mm-hmm. uh we've had people on here um you know we've had people talk about who've had lost friends to uh, suicide yeah. or um, just a bunch of stuff and we we love having mental health talks on here because it is important to talk about mm-hmm. because you know we can't just bury it away right and so that's awesome so uh, check out the Green Couse Chat that's uh, Green YouTube Green Chats on YouTube, YouTube on MaryLouisCook.com no, MaryLouisCook.com MaryLouisCook not that's Cruise a, <laughs> M-A-R-I-L-U-Z yep uh, MaryLouisCook Yes. Yep. Good I know job. We, 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 you know, I have to spell my name everywhere. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, do you have a Jamba Juice for uh, Hua? <laughs> huh? One time I got Goodness. HW. Uh, I oh. put uh, the, the U's looked like a W, the two mm-hmm. U's. So oh, I, no. I, I was like, I HW. Guess, I, I, I guess, I guess H, HW is true. That is my name. So, that, oh, that's got to wow. be me. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Sometimes I make up a fake name. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah. Bella, that's my go-to. Oh, there you go. Uh, I have to go who, W-H-O. So. Okay, there you go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thanks to Mary Lou's. Follow her on Twitter and Instagram, um, uh, both at, at Mary Lou's Cook. Um, uh, no underscores, just Mary She's the Mary Lou's, she's the Mary Lou's Cook. So. I don't think there's another one in the yeah. world. That's at, a very at, rare name. At Mary Lou's Cook. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you, Mary. Peace.